0: Let's go.
1: Let's do this. So (laughs) today we're talking about six tips that um, I guess, I would say they completely changed my entire perspective on money, Mm. but we're actually um, reading this off of uh, a guy named Ian Builds Wealth on Instagram. And so these are his tips, but I really liked them a lot, so I'm kind of borrowing them because I feel like, if I remember right, I think I completely agree with each one of them. Hmm. Um, we'll I will confirm that in a minute, but...
0: I would like to add one, but I'll add it Ooh, at the end. good, Ooh. good, good, good. Oh.
1: I love it. So it's going to be seven. <laughs> we'll change it to seven tips. Yeah. Okay, so we'll dive right in. All right, so the first one is that W-2 income won't make you rich. Mm-hmm. And he says, if I make just over 50K, I'm taxed around 22%. At the same time, if I make 50k in long-term capital gains, I'm taxed at 15%. So the government rewards income from investments over wages, and this is why you see uh, a lot of really wealthy people um, trying to move more of their things are being taxed by from investments okay. um, rather so, than actual wages.
0: But I think a lot of people would argue that you have to actually make some income in order to have money to invest. Oh
1: yeah, of course. No, but the point is, is that if you can be taxed on something at fifteen um, percent rather than twenty two percent, you know, and, there, and there's strategies beyond this as well. Like we won't get into all that right so now. So but- what
0: he's saying is focus on. Getting as much money into investments as you can because you're going to be taxed less on it. And that's yeah, what's going to ultimately make you rich.
1: Yeah, I think that's one way to think about it. Like, this isn't a here's your step by step, five minute thing to do. It's more of a mindset shift. Okay. And the wealthy think more in terms of that. Gotcha. And, you know, probably because of the way it's set up, um, capital gain, long term capital gains, we should say. Short term capital gains is anything less than a year. Um, but okay. long term, Capital gains tax. For anybody who doesn't know what that is, basically it's when you earn money on your investment. So you buy Apple stock at $100, you sell it at $120, you, you only pay $20 on that.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay? And you only pay capital gains tax on the $20. Yep. yep. Okay.
1: So anyway, so that's like the first lesson. And I remember, yeah, I'm hearing about this, I don't know, probably 15, 20 years ago or something, uh, and just... Being like, whoa, that's interesting. Like, because you would think that you just get, you pay the same amount of tax regardless of how you earn the income.
0: Oh, but you don't. But no. Hmm.
1: You know, and so that that's just a, it's just good to know. It's like, all right. right, if this is the way the game works, these are the rules of the game. It's good to know the rules. Yeah. Right? That's good. So okay. that's the first one. Number two. Next on the list. Invest your money or inflation will take it away from you. Yeah, and I've Um, heard you talk about this. Yeah, I have talked about this. It's like,
0: don't hide it under your mattress. Yeah. Because the the rate of inflation is just too high.
1: Yeah. And so he goes on to say, average inflation over the last 60 years is 3.8%. Compare that to the average return of the S&P. He says, which is around 7%. And I don't really think that's accurate. I Anyway, I guess it depends on, I guess maybe the last 16 years it is, but... Um, I generally see or talk about averages at S&P closer to 9%. Um, yeah, because depending on when you're looking at it from... Well, either way. Yeah, doesn't really matter. Point is, is that it's <laughs> 2% splitting hairs,
0: is splitting hairs,
1: yeah. Um, it's more than inflation. And at the time of this recording, uh, inflation is still way over that. Um, inflation, I think last I checked, is in the 6% range. Oh, yikes. Uh, you know, so and it's been like this for... I don't know how long we're at it, um, maybe six months now at the time of this recording. Mm. So the point is, is that, yeah, you don't want your money being eroded away by inflation. Yeah. Right? That's no fun. Right. Ain't nobody got time for that.
0: I don't. I sure don't. <laughs>
1: um, you know, and so that's one of the beautiful things about um, investing for the long term. Um, and again, like, I'm a big fan of investing in S&P 500. Uh you know there's ebbs and flows like that's the thing you need to understand but mm-hmm. when you can see the long term perspective and not be freaked out that it went down 20% this year but you can see the yeah. long term perspective of the last 100 years um and just know that it's going to be a little bit of up and down but it's trending upwards or has consistently uh i don't know it cool. makes it feel to me like a safer place to put my money than under the mattress and watching <laughs> it get eroded away so.
0: Or at least not all your money under the mattress. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, that brings up a whole nother point of of prepping for doomsday and wanting some cash. Um, in which, yeah, just as a side note, like I don't at all think it's a bad idea to have some cash at home. I think everyone should have some cash at home. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad idea to have some gold. I don't think it's a bad idea to have a lot of things stored up at Bottles
0: home. Bottles of water?
1: Yeah. Lots of different stuff. So um, something so we're not at all saying that. Uh, right. But. All right. Should we go okay. next one? Yes. Next one. Number, Number three. three. <laughs> you do it.
0: Buy things that make you money, not things that cost you money.
1: Yep. And I, I, I think I've did a whole podcast about this, about how this is one of the most impactful financial lessons that yeah, I got I've, from. We've
0: talked about this a lot.
1: Robert Kiyosaki buy assets, buy, buy assets. assets, buy assets, buy assets. Spend your money whenever possible on things that are going to increase in value or, at a minimum, like not go down in value very fast, or you know,
0: even more minimum, just that so will make you happy at least for a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and I think, um,
0: <laughs> like ice cream,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's it's the thing, it's most
0: like, always a good idea. <laughs>
1: You have to eat, like so you are always going to be putting money into some things that are going to lose all their value, right, so it's not a question of all of it. it's a question of as much you know, as you can trying to move in that direction and putting more money into things that are going to grow in value
0: right, and we've done this idea before, like um you have wanted to buy you bought our son a Nintendo switch or you bought it for the family yeah. And I said, that is a terrible idea because this was a few years ago. And I was like, I do not want to have – I don't want to be the video game family. (laughs) Well, you said – your answer to me was, if we don't like this or we don't like where it's going, we can sell it. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, yeah,
1: I went on to eBay. How much can I sell this for? Okay, I can sell it for $30 less than we bought. Worst case scenario, we're up $30 and some fees or
0: something. And
1: it's working out.
0: So, yeah, that that makes makes a lot of sense to me. So, you're losing minimal –
1: Yeah. And I think this leads to, you know, I don't know if you've you've probably heard this phrase because you love clothes and you probably have a lot of people who view this as their gospel. But this idea that buying cheap is actually expensive. Yes, Um, because I think there are a lot of things like that where the the more expensive name brand product, you know, I I talk about this in the book a little bit, but oftentimes that will hold its value better Mm -hmm. than the cheapest thing on the shelf right and so you might be able to save a little bit of money at the moment but over the long term uh, you know when you try to sell the item or get rid of it right. it's going to have a whole lot less value and mm-hmm. that's why sometimes um, spending a little bit more at the beginning ten percent more to go up a brand or two and quality um, you can end up selling it later yeah can just work instead out a lot just better.
0: sending it to Goodwill or yeah. you know whatever yep all right number four spend less than you make
1: yeah and Everyone's heard this one like everyone knows I, I this. can't imagine if there's anyone listening to this podcast who has not heard this phrase before, but there's a good reason it's like a lot of times cliche phrases are cliche for a reason right it's because it actually it's works true. and it's actually like the thing you know you need to do and, right and I think that's one of the beautiful things about um I don't know some of the most profound things are really simple mm-hmm. and it's like um. You know, and I know it's easier said than done, Mm -hmm. uh, but it just is the truth. You know, yeah. Like when you're spending more than you earn, like, yeah, you can't get ahead. You can't get ahead. It doesn't matter how much you earn.
0: I I can attest to this. I did this. I tried it out, Uh, so you guys don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's our job here is to to try things out out for us. No, but I did. I mean, that was my entire lifestyle before we got married. Was how fast can I spend? Fifty percent more than what I'm making. What
1: percentage of your income can you spend? Can I spend one hundred and fifty percent of my income? How long can I make that? How long
0: can I? How long can I sustain this?
1: (laughs) Yes. All right. Number five.
0: Uh, Every time you get paid, pay yourself.
1: Yes. Treat yourself. Just kidding. Completely agree. (laughs) Treat your uh, four hundred one k. Pay yourself first, and then treat yourself. Um, Yeah, I mean, we would add to this, of course, um, giving. Well,
0: see, and that was going to be the thing that I added. That was my seventh. Oh, I just you just took it. Great.
1: Well, that's number six. So we just did that. Well, no, let's do
0: his number six, and then we'll talk more about giving. So go ahead.
1: So yeah, paying yourself again. This would be adding money to some sort of uh, savings, adding money to whatever four hundred and one k or whatever. But Mm -hmm. just, uh, yeah, it's just amazing. So I'm forty two years old now, and I remember being in my young twenties and having that mindset of. Well, I got so much life to live. Like whatever, it's gonna be fine. I don't need to do this now. I'll set it up later, and it's amazing how fast later comes. Like it goes (laughs) fast. It goes fast. When you're
0: in school, later is forever, and then once you get out of school, bam.
1: And it's like twenty years goes by all of a sudden. Yeah, somehow I thought like I would just be this like completely different person than i was then but Mm -hmm. i'm still the same person but just time has elapsed like i don't know it's such a weird thing to kind of wrap your brain around but point is now is the time now Uh, if you're not doing it and make it automatic make it automatic yes i think that is that his number um no he doesn't talk about that but anyway doing that and making it automatic um yeah like it's just so so powerful so
0: that you don't have to think about it
1: yeah and you know it's funny like we do talk about almost every single one of these points in the book. So Yeah. Um if you need more on this, dive into and the book in simple DFF money T-F-F life. Too, yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Number 6, Number compounding
1: six. interest is your best friend. Um growth on growth is I like
0: you were my best friend.
1: well <laughs> Yes. I th- I didn't write this, son. <laughs> That's his best friend. You're but my you best friend.
0: You said you you agree with everything he Not says. This one. Nope. <laughs> Not this compounding one.
1: Compounding interest is my whatever third best friend uh. about. Growth on growth is like a boulder going downhill. It's hard to start, and it may inch along at first, but once it gets going, watch out! Everything you're doing um, is leading up to that momentum. Keep it up. And this is uh, there is a chart. Yeah, um, isn't
0: didn't somebody say this is like the s- seventh wonder of the world or something yeah, like Einstein
1: that? Einstein apparently said something like that too. Uh, there's a chart. Again, coming I wrote this in the book. This is in the um, chapter twenty nine. Uh, where I have this chart like showing what progress is actually like mm-hmm. because I think so many of us tend to think that progress, financial progress, or it's just any straight other, uphill, like it's yeah, it's a linear, you know, path that just moves up at like a 45 degree angle or something like that. But the reality is, is that most things, and especially when it comes to the financial stuff like paying off debt or trying to build, you know, money or save money for retirement mm-hmm. or whatever the thing is, it. The first, I I break it out into two different phases. So you have the first phase, which is the vision phase, where you're like, I have a vision of what we're trying to do. We want to pay off all this debt, or we want to save up money for retirement, or we want to be able to, whatever, buy a car with cash or whatever Mm -hmm. the thing is. And During that vision phase, everything moves slower than you anticipate, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And this is similar to what he's talking about, like with that boulder, you know, it takes a while to just start getting it to move, and it moves slower than you think it should. And so it can be very discouraging, but what happens is there's this tipping point where you cross over to what I'm calling the momentum phase. And at that point, everything starts moving faster mm. than you anticipate. Yeah. So that linear line is an illusion. And at mm-hmm. the beginning, it's not moving as fast as that linear line. And on the second half, once you get into the momentum phase, it's moving way faster than you anticipated. Yeah. And that's what you have to keep fighting for, to mm-hmm. get to that momentum phase where it's just – it is that snowball rolling downhill and getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And and it is so fun when you hit that. Because yeah. we've hit this at multiple different points. We hit it when we're paying off debt, where it just felt like, wow, we are just trucking along. Like <laughs> Every month, it's like going faster and faster and faster. And in the same way with like retirement savings or trying to pay off our house or all these different things, it's like we hit that point. And it is so fun when you get there. Mm -hmm. So don't be discouraged if you're still in that vision phase on anything. Right. Um, You just have to keep fighting through. Just keep fighting through. Know, trust that it is you're going to hit the momentum phase and it's Mm -hmm. going to be worth it.
0: Yep. Amen.
1: All right. That's good. You want to talk about your number seven? Yeah, number
0: seven. As Christians and as believers, like this is is something that has to be in here because it gets your mind off of yourself. Um, It gives you a vision and a purpose for your life. That is beyond what can make me the most happiest.
1: Yeah, the most happiest.
0: (laughs) The most happiest. Um, I mean, I even remember one day I was in a really bad mood and I was like, man, I just cannot get out of this. And I was struggling to figure out, like, I was like, Lord, what do I do? And I remember you had a friend coming over that night and I felt like, I felt like the Lord was like, hey, what if you just go make them brownies? And I was like. That's not fun for me. Like that that's kinda of what I thought. I mean, I was like, I sure I love brownies and I'll definitely eat <laughs> one. But I was like thinking, you know, I wanna go get a milkshake and I wanna or see a movie or, you know, something along those lines of something that would make me gratify my own flesh. And instead it was an act of service that pulled me out of that mood. Yep. And so, um, this is something giving in any capacity, really. Yeah. I think changes your perspective on money
1: it is amazing i don't i feel like i've noticed this over and over again like when you're feeling depressed Mm -hmm. discouraged or whatever um you're always you know and you can if you're listening check this with yourself but like for me every single time i'm thinking about myself Mm. and then as soon as i flip that switch to how can I think about someone else and be a blessing to them? How can I give to someone? How can I love on someone? How can I blah 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 blah? Like it always just pulls you out. It's focusing on you and thinking about you. And then when you flip that, like it just changes it. And mm-hmm. it's exactly like your situation you're yeah. talking about. And I've seen that so many times. So that's that's really good.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't I think we would be uh, remiss if we did not have that one on the list. That one to me is the most important honestly
1: yeah no i mean i think there's so much about giving that has changed our perspective on money that yes um, yeah and we could go on we'll save that for another episode but there, there's so much there well, so we've talked
0: about it a lot yeah you can read about it in our book <laughs> you can uh yep listen to it on probably a bunch of other podcasts that we've done probably i think that's the number one thing that's changed my perspective
1: yeah so anyway those are our seven tips mm-hmm. if you have any let us know we would yeah. love to hear send us a DM on Instagram at seed time or send us an email Bob at seedtime.com let us Bob know at seed time and um, yeah and if you ever have uh, podcast suggestions let us know if you have questions send them our way um, yeah because we don't do yeah I don't I don't feel like we answer a lot of reader questions on here but we could do more we could do more, more yeah like if you so have a
0: question for sure.
1: Yeah, and I, I kind of want to do some case studies and stuff, too. So anyway, just send us some messages. Let us know what's on your mind. Let us know um, what you'd like to hear, and uh, we'll go from there. So that's all. Hope we'll you see have a next
0: we really love creating fresh content for you each week. But if you have not checked out our book, Simple Money, Rich Life, this really is our best work. And we have some free resources we want to tell you about.
1: So if you enjoy listening to our soothing voices, then you can download chapter one of the audiobook.
0: And if you prefer to read, we have the first two chapters of the ebook version.
1: Or we even have a five-week book study outline based on this book. And you can download all of this for free at ztime.com sample.